I yeah, I'm not marketing this as a podcast. This is a time capsule project. Welcome to my time capsule project, where I get to photograph, uh, take a photograph of friends of mine, acquaintances, people, and get to have a conversation with them and allow them to self-reflect on their past, present, and future self. This is how that's that's how I should start these now. Yeah. <laughs> We're back and I'm here at the Essex Market. Even though this is not the location, we're just recording here. We just walked the Williamsburg Bridge. I'm with Rosie. Hello. Say say whatever you want to say. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this and for being here. Um, I'm glad that we got to, you know, get a mile in today. Probably a mile back if we decide to walk it. Um, Recognize important, you know, health is wealth. <laughs> health is wealth. Um, well, kicking off, you know, like something that I always start out with when we, when I start doing this, is the first thing I'd love for you to tell me about is, you know, why did you choose the Williamsburg Bridge? What does, you know, what does it mean to you? What is so special about it? Tell me some of the memories that you have on the Williamsburg Bridge, and we'll pick it up from there. Awesome. Thanks for the question and thank you for having me. <laughs> really excited to do this and super nervous. Um, but we did the Williamsburg Bridge because this year I decided to train for a half marathon because I need some discipline in my life <laughs> after a chaotic year. Um, and uh, first memory of running the Williamsburg Bridge was me dying with a side stitch. I'm like, I can't do this. This is a while. And I'm like, if this is what death feels like, like I, I don't want it, which... I don't want death anyways, but <laughs> this is not it. Um, but then I finished the half marathon and ran 13 miles, but I couldn't run a first one at first. So that's one thing that makes it special for me. But what makes it the most special is that running on the bridge makes me feel like free and liberated. And before I used to very kind of try to hide myself and the way I kind of used to do this was like hiding my emotions and like doing... Um, like in my hiding my emotions in a closet really like literal literal closet um so this is kind of a sign of freedom and my growth and going on the bridge is really like symbolic of starting in the closet now we're here (laughs) (laughs) you started training for this half marathon in january you told me the marathon was or the half marathon it was in april April. so you were really kind of just being you were disciplining yourself for like three and a half like almost four months yeah like Tell me or walk me through the progress a little bit of like, you know, like when you first did it, because you said it was so painful and you, you're like, oh, man, is this what death feels like <laughs> to like being able to accomplish it because you did it. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about yourself? I feel super I feel like super proud of myself because it was like I gave myself like my word um, that I was going to run this half marathon and like I had to pay money for it. So there was that component of it. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, right? right. But I committed to it and like I could have quit. Right. I couldn't run like that first mile. I literally was like, hold on, like I have to walk. I'd have to like walk, be like walk it off and then start running again. And I went from like not being able to run a mile. So like my distance run was like two miles, mm. if that. Um, and like probably like a mile and a half run and then the rest is walking. <laughs> so I really went from like zero to that. And I think it's something that I was able to see the progress of. Like literally like started like, one week was like one mile, two miles, and the next week would be like three, four, maybe not the next week, but like the next two weeks, things like that. So I got to see like the progression and the next thing you know, I was running like 10 miles and I was like, oh my God, like I can run a couple more. (laughs) 
So even finishing, like finishing it, I was like literally like in the midst of it and it was pouring the day of the half marathon, <laughs> like freeing pouring rain, um, going through hills and everything in Brooklyn. Um, but I was like genuinely like hugging myself, like, oh my God, like you did this. Like so proud of myself for it. Dude, that's amazing. Like to be able to, like I, I was thinking about that the other day because I remember we had talked about this and as like I was kind of thinking about like the questions and like, you know, obviously I kind of knew already like, the reason for your choice I was like oh it's a bridge okay I know and um I was like damn like could I ever do that like could I ever do a half marathon I was like no I can't and then I was like well you already can't because you said you couldn't so like you're already determining that and it's like really we forget that like our bodies and like we can do so much like we're capable of so much and it's just all about of like giving ourselves the opportunity and the chance to just like try believing and in yourself believing in yourself yeah I think like Anything you do, really, it's like, if you believe in it, you can do it, but it's convincing yourself that you believe in yourself, especially when everything around you is kind of saying, like, oh, they do this so much better. Like, you are filled with reasons to compare yourself. So choosing not to and, like, to just believe in yourself and, like, hey, like, even if I couldn't, I couldn't run that first mile, I could have just given up right there. But, like, I kept going. And even, like, the day of the half marathon, I had to keep telling myself, just get to the next light, get to the next light. Because it was genuinely, like, mental. I, like, I did the training, and, yes, I was, like, prepared. But even, like, the end, it was, like, there was people that were stopping to, like, walk. And I was, like, you cannot walk. Like, I was literally, like, cursing myself out, like, battling, like, no. Like, you are going to keep going. Because it's really, it's really hard. It's so mental the whole time. It was, like, more of, like, a mental battle than, like, the physically. Physical, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Brutal. Well, you know, pivoting just a little bit, um, I want to go back in time because this is a time capsule. Uh, and I'd love for you to kind of just tell me about like some of the things that you've learned about yourself over the last few years or like just one thing that comes to mind, like something that maybe took a little while to learn or, you know, if you look back at yourself a year ago, I mean, you recently moved to New York too. Yeah. And I always feel like that is like a very life-changing moment for so many of us. I'm also like, my two years was the other day. So it's like, oh man, like, this is a loaded question. Like, life before New York, life now, oh you know? Life before New York? Jesus. <laughs> Feels like <laughs> eons ago. <laughs> <laughs> eons ago. <laughs> I feel like I do so much here, like, even in a day. Um, wow. Life before New York, I was actually like living like right before I moved to New York, I was living in Dominican Republic. So there it was like a lot of like community living um, with like my family and like going on adventures where I just go like, go hike a bunch of mountains, and, like pick some oranges kind of thing. And then I came to New York, like concrete city. And I was like, oh shit, like my groceries just fucking fell in the train and I want to cry and everybody's just walking past me. Giving <laughs> <laughs> no, not caring at all. Um, so it was a big shift for me just because I went from like that whole community aspect to like being very like individualistic and even like making friends because all my friends like weren't in the city at all. I like, got different places and like where I went to college. So for me, it was like starting up again. So in some ways it was like being a child, but like with full control. And that's scary because you don't have anybody else, anybody like limiting you. So I think I learned like ways, like I learned a lot about like setting boundaries and like the limits that are there in place like you know they say rules are in place for a reason mm -hmm. <laughs> i actually really learned that like this <laughs> year i'm like oh i get it i i need i need these parameters right yeah no we all we all do 
Yeah, so I think that's one of the things and um, being present. I think like being in a space isn't enough. You have to actually like take up the space that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that goes back to like what I said before where I used to like hide my hide my emotions or like myself. Like I didn't want to be too much. But like I'm doing myself and everyone else a disservice to not show up. And like it's not just being there, it's actually like taking up the space, like getting into the conversation or being like, hey, this is what I like or this is what I want to do instead of just going with the flow. Yeah, going with the flow is like my biggest okay no it's not my biggest pet peeve but like i i do that also which is so contradicting but like i also dislike it because it's kind of like you are where's the foundation you know exactly i think yes that's very much it forces you to create create your foundation if you don't have a strong one um that's like with even trust with yourself like your self-esteem all of that because you have to know when to say no when to say yes and when it's right for you and when it isn't yeah like the and like i just (laughs) went through this the other day oh my god i was like saying no to like i feel like the wrong people and i was saying yes to like the wrong people yeah and i was like what am i doing (laughs) you know like do you ever get into those situations like where you're just like you end up becoming frustrated at yourself because of like the because it just becomes like it's just like it becomes a habit and then all of a sudden you're just like oh i'm doing all of this stuff but like you're not truly doing what you want to do you're kind of just doing stuff and i read somewhere it was like going with the flow is allowing other people to decide the life you want to live like your own trajectory yeah i'm like that's so freaking crazy (laughs) like imagine that like okay imagine you said you're writing a book and you're not actually writing what you want to write. You're just going to say, like, whatever I tell you to. Are you actually writing a book? No. So are no. you really... You're, ghost, you're ghostwriting the book. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it, it could go from, like, uh, a sci-fi novel to, like, a romance. romance. <laughs> yeah, I love that we both just went to romance. That's funny. <laughs> I'm a sucker for romance. Um, Past Lives just came out, so... Oh, God. <laughs> It's about it's about this um, Asian couple's um, love story. So, dude, I know I'm I'm a wreck. I I I saw the trailer, and I told my brother about it. It's an A24 film, right? Oh yes, they had the opening this weekend. Oh, you um, saw it? No, I wanted to, but I had committed to other plans. You see? Oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, oh dang, I already committed, so I don't want to cancel on everybody else. But like, I wanted to go see the film because it had the Q and A with the um with the main the main characters, the, the main actors. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I literally, I, yeah, I literally like, uh, I sent that trailer to my brother, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be a mess. <laughs> so I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I have to see it too. I want to. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. It's on my list. We'll get there. But on the topic of doing things that <laughs> <laughs> that make you happy and that you want to do. Exactly, but it's a balance. It's a balance. I think finding, commu- I think finding community too. I think I valued more community being in New York. Um, and New York can be very lonely because every, some, some people move with like their whole friend groups kind of here. And if you kind of move alone, you're kind of like scattered and all over and trying to find your crew. And you're also like learning yourself again. You're in a new place. You have so much to do. Like it can be very overwhelming. And like, because you can do anything. You can do anything. You can experience. You, you could like, be anyone. I know. But like, who the fuck do I be if I can be anyone? Am I allowed to curse on this? I'm you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. <laughs> Fine. Um, yeah, I think we like have always been told, oh, you can be anything, you can do whatever you want. But like, when you can do that, like, who are you gonna be? You have to make a choice. Like, otherwise, you're in the ocean. You're kind of just, just going floating. in like 
well, you can also be going around in circles too, like trying different things or like just never really settling on one exactly. one place. Yeah. So it's a lot. It just gives you a lot to think about. And if you're like me and you live in your head a little bit, oof, you gotta live a little bit longer in there. <laughs> Trust. I know about that. And I'm sure so many people out there listening do too. Like it's not uncommon to like talk to yourself, to like just be overthinking, doubting second guessing and like you know you talking about learning how to trust yourself more like was there a pivotal moment whether it was once you moved here or like along the way like that really clicked for you that helped you really you know establish that or acknowledge like okay you know what I need to trust my intuition like I know my intuition like I, I feel it like oh um so yeah uh I was I was in a I was in a past relationship actually, um, and they wanted to make a strong commitment to me, and I did not want that strong commitment. Um, but I was kind of catering like I didn't want to break that person's heart, right? But like that person knew I didn't want that strong commitment and still tried to go there. So that was a moment when I was like, oof, I'm over here thinking about like your best interests, not following my intuition because I like don't want to hurt you, but you're you don't care about me in that way. So like. It kind of just reinforced of like, I have to trust myself and follow my instincts. And like, other people owe that to themselves as well, but I owe it to myself first. Mm -hmm. So I think that was like a pivotal moment. And that can be so hard too, man, damn. But like, there's nothing more powerful than going with like your own gut and like intuition, like. Yeah, because you, you get to feel at ease. It's the, it's a feeling of ease when you make a decision because it's a decision that you want to make. As and no one else can be like blamed or or like exactly. take a fall for it yes. like you know it because you made the decision it's just like okay like i can only be at peace or i could only be like a little upset at myself because maybe i made the wrong decision exactly. but you have to make a decision yes it's making a decision whatever it may be and just trusting that that's the decision and really it's all that counts down to like are you willing to deal with the consequences consequences of decisions that you've made and so like that's it <laughs> Yeah, that, good, or bad. <laughs> good or bad, for better or worse. Yes. Okay, so the next question that I have yes. um, as we go along is more so looking um, ahead, mm-hmm. like into the future, because I I feel like, and I say this probably in every episode. So like, if this is your first time listening, this is your first time hearing this. And if you heard others, then I'm sorry for listening to this again. But like many times I feel like it's like a, you know, a standard phrase or question of like, oh, you know, what advice would you give yourself, you know, 10 years ago? Like, what would you say to your younger self, you know, but I'm trying to flip that a little bit. And like you today, like, what would you want to say to like your future self? So like in two months, you know, a week from now is your future self, but this won't come out in a week, to be quite honest. Um. But when this comes out, in a year from now, whenever you get to hear it again, like, you know, kind of what you would want to say to that person. Wow. What things you would want to say to that person? Not just one thing, like what's on your mind now that you just want your future self to like know or be aware of? Wow, plot twist, plot twist. Long-winded question, but you know, we got there. I like the question. It's a very intriguing and like genuine question. Uh, what would I want to say to 10, what, I'm going to be 34, oh my god, Ooh, I'll be 34 then, <laughs> if it's 10 years. Um, hmm. I think I'd want her, um, 
I want her to make this like. What do I want 10 years? 10 years from now, what do I want? It doesn't have to be 10 years, but okay, just but think this, of like your future. In the future, so. in the future? Okay. Um, whatever changes you want to make or you have made, none of them are in vain and either you're going to learn an experience or, and you're going to learn something. You might lose some things, but whatever you're losing, is going to be worth everything else that you're gaining so i just want to know like i'm happy that you trusted all the all of your feelings <laughs> just went for things keep trusting the intuition yeah keep trusting the intuition um don't yeah failure is just a step is failures are part of life as there's no failures just try things and yeah i think Future, future me would have tried a lot of things. I think I'd like to think she's like an eclectic person. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe doing some creative things too, because you you want to find that like your creative niche, you know, this yes. year. Yes, yeah. Hopefully, she's doing something like very dynamic, where she's meeting people and it involves like creativity and like a lot of like connection. Um, not sitting behind a desk all day. <laughs> so. Do you think you'll be? Do you think she'll be in New York? Oh, if, I don't know. She's a, she's the woman of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. Yes, but you know, I feel like New York is also um, it's it's a world in a city. You have it, yeah. it genuinely feels that way, and I was like, oh my god, everybody says like you know the Big Apple, but like New York really is that. What can't you have here? The beach, but hey. <laughs> you win some and you lose some. And to be fair, you could always go to the Rockaways. It's actually it's actually not that bad. I, I went, so... <laughs> I've been once. I just don't go to the beach that often. You're not a beach man? No. Oh Maybe once a year. You like cold vacations? Not even. I, I like going outside. I, I'm in my city bike era, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like the sand. The salt water, oh it's, it ain't for me. Wow. I'm exposing myself. Like, I'm gonna yeah. lose a bunch cool of photo. followers. I'm gonna, oh my God, yeah. people are gonna stop hitting me up That'd to be, be my friend. Seriously? Yeah, this is how you know he grew up in the city. <laughs> I did. This is how you know how to transplant. And but, transplant. but you know what, also, I did grow up in Orlando too, but we, like, I never went to the beach that often in, Or in Orlando. And you lived right there. Yeah. Okay, but is it because you didn't like Cocoa Beach? Cocoa Beach does suck ah, though. Okay, it does. <laughs> I ain't shit. Everybody yeah. listening, ah, he ain't shit. Orlando, Orlando he's, he's disqualifying. <laughs> I can't claim Florida these Ooh, days. Would you do Rockaway over Cocoa Beach? Yes, absolutely. Wow, that's a hot take. <laughs> really? I haven't been to Cocoa Beach, but like, it's in a warm place on the actual ocean. That's it. <laughs> I guess so. I, I had to think about that for a little bit, but yeah, I, I, I just, I can't claim anything Florida related these days, you know? Okay, but would you tell your future self? What I, I can't answer that question right what? now. This episode's about you. I'll save it for off the record. Okay. 